Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 203 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favorite and leave a review. XboxIn10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at XboxIn10. To start, let's talk game releases. The games out last week were Inscription and Vampire Survivors Tides of the Forest Garai DLC. The games coming out this week include God of Rock, The Mage Seeker, A League of Legends Story, Minecraft Legends, Disney Speedstorm, Puzzle Quest 3, Secret Agent Cold War Espionage, Coffee Talk Episode 2 Hibiscus and Butterfly, Cavity Busters, Mr. Brocco and Company, Homestead Arcana, and somehow Dead Island 2. Now with last week's biggest news stories, and we have six to cover this week. Number one, Redfall capped at 30 FPS at launch on Xbox Series X and S. Luke Albagee's at True Achievements writes, Bethesda has revealed that Redfall's 60 FPS performance mode for Xbox Series X and S won't make launch next month, meaning the Vampire Slaying shooter will only offer a 30 FPS quality mode at release until an update arrives later. If you're looking forward to getting started on the Redfall achievements in May and like your games to offer silky smooth frame rates, we've got some bad news for you. Arcane's new game will be locked to 30 FPS on console until the 60 FPS performance mode is, quote, added via game update at a later date, end quote. Outlining the specifics of Redfall's quality mode, Bethesda tells us that we can expect 4K resolution on the Series X and 1440p on Xbox Series S, both capped at 30 FPS. The silver lining for performance fans is that at least Redfall will actually be getting a 60F mode at some point. Titles such as Gotham Knights have never managed to break the 30FPS cap, with others also finding out the hard way that ray tracing is extremely demanding, even on the new consoles. Reactions to the social media announcement made earlier today have been less than favorable. Predictably, and part of the issue is that there's no real indication of how long after the Redfall release date Xbox players wanting a smoother frame rate experience would be waiting for that update. Just the promise that it'll be coming at a later date. It's not the first time Redfall has caught flack for an announcement like this either, as we saw similar outcry when it was revealed that Redfall was an always online game, with a negative response leading Arcane to look into making Redfall playable offline. Ugh, I'm just tired, you know? Being an Xbox fan these days, you just feel tired. Why can't we get it right? Just delay the game. It makes it worse that they're saying it's coming at a later date. Then just delay it. What are you afraid of? The summertime is wide open. Just delay the game so people won't have the story going on with it, the bad press, the bad reactions. I guess if you're a hardcore gamer, this is all you see, but does it matter to the casual gamer? I guess we'll see at launch, but... Man, is this disappointing to me, as I love to play on my console, and this means I actually might have to play it on the stinky PC at launch. Number 2. Ubisoft Plus Multi-Access Available Now on Xbox Brittany Smerlin at Xbox Wire writes, Ubisoft Plus, Ubisoft Game Subscription Service is officially available on Xbox consoles through Ubisoft Plus Multi-Access. In order to take advantage of this new option, Xbox users must be subscribed to Ubisoft Plus Multi-Access and connect their account to their Xbox profile gaining access to a vast and growing library of games, and 10% off in-game currency. Quote, partnering with Xbox to launch Ubisoft Plus Multi-Access on Xbox consoles enhances our subscription offering to provide more value and choice to our players, end quote, said Ubisoft Senior Vice President of Strategic Partnerships and Business Development, Chris Early. Quote, Xbox console players now have access to our worlds through Ubisoft's extensive game library, end quote. 
The Ubisoft Plus library allows players to dive into flagship titles like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Far Cry 6, and The Division 2, and includes access to premium edition content and DLCs, including Assassin's Creed Valhalla Dawn of Ragnarok. Alright, strap in everybody, because I'm going to read all the games that you will get through this long mouth Ubisoft Plus multi-access subscription at $17.99 a month. It's a great list of games, but that's a hefty price. Let's go. Anno 1800, Xbox Series X and S only, Assassin's Creed Rogue Remastered, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, Assassin's Creed Unity, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Assassin's Creed Chronicles, China, India, and Russia, Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Assassin's Creed Origins, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, Assassin's Creed The Ezio Collection, Battleship, Boggle, Child of Light, Family Feud, Far Cry Primal, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon, Far Cry 3 Classic, Far Cry 4, Far Cry 5, Far Cry 6, Far Cry New Dawn, Fighter Within, For Honor, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, Ghost Recon Wildlands, Grow Up, Hungry Shark World, Immortals, Phoenix Rising, Jeopardy, Monopoly Plus, Monopoly Madness, Rabbids Invasion, the interactive TV show, Rabbids Party of Legends, Rainbow Six Extraction, Rainbow Six Siege, Rayman Legends, Riders Republic, Risk, Risk Urban Assault, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, The Game, Scrabble, Shape Up, South Park, The Fractured But Whole, South Park, The Stick of Truth, Starlink, Battle for Atlas, Steep, the Crew, The Crew 2, The Division, The Division 2, Trackmania Turbo, Transference, Trials Fusions, Trials of the Blood Dragon, Trials Rising, Trivial Pursuit Live, Trivial Pursuit Live 2, Uno, Valiant Hearts, The Great War, Watch Dogs, Watch Dogs 2, Watch Dogs Legion, Wheel of Fortune, and Zombie. A long list of games, and as I look through and have read all of these games, not many stick out to me. I guess I'm just not a big Ubisoft fan. However, if you haven't played the South Park, the Fractured But Whole, and how South Park, the Stick of Truth, go back and play those games. Those are excellent RPG games and some of the few comedy games that we actually get in the industry. Number three, Joseph Staten is leaving Xbox, Microsoft has confirmed. Rebecca Valentine at IGN writes, Joseph Staten, head of creative on Halo Infinite and cinematic director on the first three Halo games, is leaving Microsoft, the company has confirmed to IGN. In its message, Microsoft did not say where Staten was headed next, nor the reason he was leaving Microsoft after nine years. Quote, we're grateful for Joseph's contributions to the Halo franchise and Xbox as a whole, and quote, the statement from Microsoft's spokesperson reads, quote, we wish him all the best in his new adventure, end quote. Staten himself took to Twitter to comment on IGN's report, saying, quote, hey folks, I am indeed leaving Microsoft. I'll have more info to share soon, but for now, I'd just like to thank all my Xbox colleagues for all their understanding and support as I embark on a new adventure, end quote. Staten has long been one of the best-known names behind the Halo franchise, having been cinematic director on Combat Evolved, Halo 2, and Halo 3, and having served as lead writer on Destiny while with Bungie. Just another blow to Microsoft, to Xbox, and the Halo franchise, losing the guy who tried to come in and be the hero of Halo Infinite. I'm sure he gave us the best possible version of that game, but man, it just continues to not look good. Where is Halo going to be in five years? Is there going to be another Halo game? Where do they go with it? Another reboot? A continuation? Time will only tell. Number four, Diablo 4 to receive additional story content every three months. Tom West at True Achievements writes, While Diablo 4's first season of content won't arrive until after its launch, Blizzard says that free story content will be added every three months alongside a new battle pass and other updates. Blizzard says that Diablo 4 will be updated quarterly with free story content and a fresh battle pass, with only the premium battle pass tracks requiring additional purchases outside of fully-fledged expansions. Last week, the team revealed much of the endgame content we can expect to find in Diablo 4 after we finish the main campaign, and these small story additions will help flesh out Sanctuary that little bit more. Speaking with Game Informer via Dextero, Blizzard Associate Game Director Joe Piapora has shed some light on the team's plans for Diablo 4's post-launch content, which will come as a free and premium content. 
For free content, we can expect to see seasonal updates applied every three months that will introduce small story additions to tie in new gameplay mechanics and more complex systems to the ever-growing world of Sanctuary. These quarterly updates will be accompanied by new battle passes, which will have free and premium tracks for you to work through, both of which will only offer cosmetic items. The first season won't go live until sometime after Diablo 4's launch, however. The seasonal updates will fill the gap between full purchasable expansions that will include a much larger amount of content. Diablo 4 launches on Xbox Series X and S and Xbox One on June 6th. This is awesome. I know this game is going to be huge, and if the beta was any indication, this game is awesome. I was so surprised by how much I liked the game being the first time I ever played Diablo. It looked great, it played great, the cinematics were awesome, it was a grind fest. I could see myself potentially losing a lot of times this game, and that scares me this year. Number 5. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League Delayed to 2024 Eddie Makic at GameSpot writes, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League has been delayed to 2024. In a social media post, developer Rocksteady confirmed that the action game is now slated to release on February 2nd, 2024. Quote, we have now made the tough but necessary decision to take the time needed to work on getting the game to be the best quality experience for players. Thank you to our amazing community for the continued support, patience, and understanding. There's much more to share in the months ahead, and we look forward to seeing you in Metropolis next year. End quote, Rocksteady said. This new delay announcement is no big surprise, after all it was reported in March this year that the game might slip to 2024. The game was previously scheduled for release at the end of May 2023. Kill the Justice League was at one point set for a release in 2022. This is just not good. This game did not get received well when it was shown at the state of play. I thought it looked fine, it didn't seem like it did anything special like some of the old Rocksteady Batman Arkham games. February 2nd, 2024 seems like a good window right now, but it's so far away. How much are they actually going to be able to do? Are they just going to polish the hell out of this game? Are they going to rework some systems? I guess we'll see when we see this game again, maybe at the end of this year. And number six, Immortals of Avion, trailer release date revealed, and magic shooter action. Tom West at True Achievements writes, The real trailer for Immortals of Avion, a single-player magic FPS promising a cinematic story-driven adventure, has given us our first look at gameplay and revealed the July release date for Xbox Series X and S. Developed by Ascendant Studios, Immortals of Avion takes us to the original fantasy universe as a young battle mage fighting to end a conflict known as the Everwar. The reveal trailer gives us our first look at what Ascendant calls a first-person magic shooter and reveals that it will be launching an Xbox Series X and S on July 20th. Immortals of Avion follows the journey of Jack, a young man that grew up powerless and destitute but one day unexpectedly manifests magical abilities. Once learning that he is what's known as the Unforeseen, Jack is recruited into the Order of the Immortals under the command of General Karkin, and pulled into an endless conflict that will decide the fate of mankind. By wielding powerful magic, both Jack and his fellow battle mages and the enemy they're fighting are able to conjure chain tacks and counters and blasts of red, blue, and green. Jack and his companions will need to uncover the mysteries of Avium's past if they stand any hope of saving its future in the cinematic, story-driven game that aims to defy FPS conventions. Now while that all might have sounded a bit corny, and you might not have known this game is also being published out of the EA Originals brand, I do highly suggest that you go check out this trailer. It looks pretty cool, so I wanted to give it some shine on the show. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and although Arcane's news this week wasn't that great, Let's do a little history lesson thanks to our friends at Wikipedia on the studio. Arcane Studios, SASU, is a French video game developer based in Lyon. It was founded in 1999 and released its first game, Arcs Fatalis, in 2002. Besides the Lyon studio, Arcane Lyon, Arcane Studios operates Arcane Studios LLC, trading as Arcane Studios Austin in Austin, Texas since July of 2006. 
The studio is most known for creating the Dishonored series, but other franchises include Arx Vitalis, Dark Messiah of Might and Magic, Dishonored, Prey, Deathloop, and now Redfall. I have to admit, I've always been intrigued by Dishonored, but I've actually never played an arcane game before, so Redfall is going to be my first one, and I'm very excited about that, as long as it runs well, wherever I choose to play it. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. This past week, I haven't had too much time to play, but I've continued my journey through Uncharted 4, and it's easily becoming my favorite in the series. I don't know if I've mentioned it on the show yet, but I did get a Logitech G Cloud, so I've been messing around on that device, and specifically with emulation. It's an awesome companion a device to your main console. Currently playing through Pokemon Heart Gold from the DS, which I never played. My name is Brandon Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Barosa93. Hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.